Welcome to Monday Morning Murder in the News with Alyssa Carroll. Good morning, heathens, and happy Murder in the News Monday that I'm going to try to release every single Monday morning because the rest of the regular news is just hot, scary garbage, and you know you'd rather be hearing my bullshit anyway, right? So I've scoured the internet for the headlines so that you don't have to. Happy commuting, and don't murder anyone this week, okay? So here we go. If you guys remember a case that I had studied a while back about how four friends who thought that they were going to steal from a sort of salvage yard in Oklahoma and then their body parts showed up in a river, well, I have an article here from the New York Times. It says, man charged with killing four who were found dismembered in Oklahoma. The men's remains were found in a river near Okmogi, Oklahoma, south of Tulsa, in October. All four were fatally shot after they planned to commit some kind of a criminal act, the police said. The owner of an Oklahoma salvage yard has been charged with fatally shooting four friends whose dismembered remains were found in a river in October after they set out to commit a crime together, the authorities said. The man, Joseph L. Kennedy, 67, was charged with four counts of premeditated murder and was being held without bond in the killing of Mark, his brother Billy, Mike, and Alex. Mr. Kennedy and the victims whose remains were found in the Deep Fork River on October 14th were all from Okmokie, Oklahoma, a city of about 11,000 people, about 40 miles south of Tulsa. Court documents indicate that the daughter of a woman who was in a romantic relationship with Mr. Kennedy told investigators that he came to her mother's house on October 10th and told her mother that he, quote, had caught men stealing from him and had shot them, end quote. The daughter said that her mother had told her that after killing them, he had cut them up, the records state. It was said that even if the men had been trying to rob Mr. Kennedy, that that was not a justification for shooting them. The district attorney's office said on Tuesday that Mr. Kennedy did not yet have a lawyer. You see, the four friends were reported missing on October 10th after they met up the previous night, the police had said. Mark's wife, Jessica Chastain, told the police that the men had been riding bicycles, possibly pulling trailers, court records show but cell phone data indicates that Mark went to Mr. Kennedy's salvage yard where investigators later found shell casings, blood, and personal items belonging to Mr. Chastain. His phone was also at the salvage yard for a, quote, extended period of time and later pinged at a gas station where Mr. Kennedy was seen on surveillance video standing next to his car by the gas pumps. So he shot them, and then he dismembered them, and then he threw them in the river. Okay, folks, and then remember I did a podcast uh, back, it's been a while, about not too far from me, actually, where a woman had been caged and then had been murdered and that pieces of her flesh had been wrapped and put into a freezer. Well, there aren't really a lot of updates on that case yet. I've been keeping an eye on it. One of the two men, the man who only helped hold her down, so on and so forth, the truck driver on the property, we have some news about him. So it says Dallas County. 
a Dallas County man charged with kidnapping, murdering, and abandoning the corpse of a 33-year-old woman appeared in court on Tuesday. Timothy Norton appeared in person before a judge after he pleaded not guilty to the brutal killing of Cassidy Rainwater. According to court records, Norton provided investigators with key information that tied him and his accomplice, James Phelps, to the killing of Rainwater. Rainwater was reported missing in August 2021. In September, the FBI received photos of a woman in a cage and on a gantry crane, and those are used to process deer after they've been hunted. And the Dallas County Sheriff's deputies recognized this woman that was being trussed up as Cassidy Rainwater. Dallas County detectives conducted a search warrant at the Moon Valley property where Phelps lived. During the search, they found the gantry crane, the cage they were holding her in, and human flesh in a freezer later confirmed to be Cassidy Rainwater. Norton told FBI agents that he had held Rainwater's legs while Phelps strangled her and put a bag over her head. Norton's next court appearance will be May 2nd when a judge is scheduled to set his murder trial. Phelps, who was the actual murderer, appeared in court last week when a judge scheduled a change of venue hearing for him on April 21st. So it sounds like we're still going to have to wait on information for that case as well. And then we have some rather big news coming out of, well, I wouldn't say it's big news really per se, but some news coming out of the Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow case where the judge rules Chad and Lori Daybell should be tried separately due to new crime scene DNA evidence. This comes from KXLY.com. So in St. Anthony, Idaho, a judge has ruled Lori Vallow Daybell and Chad Daybell will be tried separately in the murders of Lori's children and Chad's previous wife. Judge Stephen Boyce decided to sever the case Thursday after new DNA evidence directly from the crime scene was made available to all parties involved in the trial, according to the East Idaho News. The pair is accused of murdering Lori's two children, seven-year-old Joshua, or J.J. Vallow, and Tylee Ryan, then concealing the bodies in shallow graves on Chad's property in eastern Idaho, though he had told his wife that he buried a raccoon. Gross. They were both, both children, reported missing in 2019. So I've done a podcast on Lori and Chad Daybell, if you want to go back and listen to that one to get the entire history. But Lori's trial is still expected to begin April 3rd, 2023, so get your calendars ready. Chad's trial has been vacated, which means charges must be refiled and a trial for him will be set for another date. So now that they have been separated, we don't know exactly when Chad's going to be in court. But of course, you know your girl's going to keep you informed. So this one I'm kind of ashamed of myself for. Admittedly, I've not been able to keep up with this case, but I've been begged to cover this case. So you know I'm going to. But all I can say is that Alex Murdaugh was convicted of murdering his wife and his son. Uh, the verdict came less than three hours after jurors began deliberating. This is out of the New York Times as well. 
It followed a six-week trial that served as a reckoning for Mr. Murdoch, a lawyer whose life unraveled in recent years. So he's been found guilty. Moving on to NBC News. This article I hadn't read too much, so we're going to go through this one together, but says caseworker conducted visit at Texas home just before three children were killed, officials say. The children were found harmed shortly after a state caseworker ordered them removed from the home. Authorities said a woman was charged in connection with the case. So again, this is coming out of Texas. A caseworker determined children should be removed from a residence south of Dallas on Friday just before three of them were found dead and two injured, officials said Saturday. Shamaya Hall, 25, has been charged with three counts of capital murder, the Ellis County Sheriff's Office has said in a statement. She was being held at the Wayne McCollum Detention Center in lieu of $6 million bond, according to the Sheriff's Office and jail records. Those records gave her address in nearby Forney, Texas. It wasn't clear if she has been appointed counsel in the case. The sheriff's office did not make clear what relationship, if any, she may have had to the victims. The sheriff's office would not publicly identify the children, but said the three killed were a six-year-old boy, five-year-old twins, a girl, and a boy. A 13-month-old girl and a four-year-old boy were hospitalized with serious injuries. Sheriff's officials said a Child Protective Services caseworker on a, quote, home visit Friday made a determination to remove the children. The caseworker called 911 about 4 p.m. on Friday. An Italy City police officer responding to the call then discovered the children harmed, the sheriff's office said. When they arrived, they found multiple victims on the scene. Three deceased victims were found inside the home. All victims were children. Two children were taken to the local hospital. So that's what's going on. You know, let's, let's send some good juju, some good vibes to the children that survived. And then lastly, also coming out of NBC News, we have an article that says Ohio woman kills three family members before turning gun on herself. Teresa Kane, 46, also critically injured her daughter in the shooting, which took place while deputies were attempting to serve civil paperwork, the police said. So the article says, an Ohio woman killed three members of her family last month before turning the gun on herself while deputies, quote, were attempting to serve civil paperwork. The Claremont County Sheriff's Office believes Teresa Kane, 46, killed Ethan, 13, Stephen, 50, and William Felton, 74. Police did not clarify what the relationship between Kane and the victims were. Samantha Kane, 20, who police identified as Kane's daughter, was also critically injured in the shooting. Deputies were responding to the Claremont County home on February 27th at 9.41 a.m. to attempt the, quote, civil service, police said in a statement, but they would not clarify what the civil service was. 
They said, quote, while approaching the residence, multiple gunshots were heard from inside the residence. Repeated attempts to contact the occupants were unsuccessful, and the sheriff's special response team responded to make entry. Authorities found five gunshot victims inside the home, four of whom were dead and one alive. The living victim, later identified as Kane's daughter Samantha, was taken to an area hospital where she is in critical but stable condition. So Kane's motive for the shooting does remain unclear, so we do not know why she decided to do all of that. And so, with that, that is what I have found as far as murder in the news. For your Monday morning commute into the jobs that I'm sure you think are hell, but that's okay. We'll get through it. Um, have a great week, guys. We'll have a new pod out on Thursday, as always. Unless you're a patron, then you get that on Wednesday. Either way, have a good day, guys. Bye-bye.